Hey hikers, welcome to the Thruer Podcast, where we talk to new and experienced long distance or through hikers about their adventures on and off trail. I'm your host, Cheer. Today, we welcome new hiker and PCT hopeful, Nikki Hughes, who will be vlogging on YouTube and also maybe giving us updates along the way, which is really exciting. During our interview, we go over trail preparation, her raw and authentic approach to sharing her experiences, which we love here at Thruer, and how she became inspired to hike the PCT in the first place. I think my favorite quote from her during our interview was, bring it baby, let's go. And it was such a pleasure to talk with her and share her positive energy. So let's get to it. Enjoy my discussion with Nikki Hughes about all things PCT. Nikki, welcome to the Thruer Podcast. Hi, Cheer. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk to you about everything PCT. So we're okay. going to start with, just for the l- listeners who are um, new here, we're going to start with a little intro. You can introduce yourself, t- tell us where you're from, etc. And then we're going to do some like rapid fire um, icebreaker questions. These are just meant to be short answers. Um, okay. They can actually, I take that back. Um, they can be long if we want them to be. This is just yeah. general. So we can go into like, it if we want to go into it. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> yeah, we could we could get into it on these icebreaker <laughs> rapid fire questions. And okay, then we're gonna cool. get to um 10 questions that I came up with. And I've I've asked some other hikers too. Um what some good initial 10 questions would be for new hikers. So I have a different set for new hikers and it, um for okay experienced hiker. So you have the new hiker set. And then when you finish your PCT trek, we hope to have you on so we can do the experienced <laughs> hiker set. Um, and then after that, we'll just have some like follow-up questions based on um, your answers and then anything okay. you'd like to add. So if you think I missed something big, you know, as a new hiker, like, oh, she didn't ask this question or that question. And this is like really big for me right now. We can cover that too. Okay. So without further ado, Nikki, give us a little intro. Where are you from, et cetera? So my name is Nikki Hughes. I'm from upstate New York. Currently, I live about 45 minutes south of Albany. So I'm kind of in the middle of like the Berkshires. Um, they, we have the Catskills and the Adirondacks. So it's really beautiful. Um, I am going to be doing the PCT northbound in just a few months. And it's my first through hike. So let's get into a rapid fire then on that note. Right. Um, okay. So boots or trail runners? Trail runners. And then when I get to the Sierra, I'm going to do the ultra mids. Oh, are those a, a boot or it's are they a, a different type of? Yeah, it's as high. It's higher than, a, than the ultra lone peaks. Um, but it's the same kind of feel on the bottom and everything I just need a little bit of ankle support you know without the boot because the boot to me kind of locks my ankle in and then there's no flexibility so these have a little bit more room to kind of wiggle which I like nice I've <laughs> never heard of those before I'll have to check those out cool yeah they're fun. okay UL or don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish the ultra light. so right now I'm 
currently in the process of packing and repacking and unpacking and yeah. what can I get rid of? And it's a struggle. The uh, shakedown is real. Um, yeah. So my food bag is like ridiculous. I first had like 10 days of food to start and I'm like, what am I doing? It just needs to be five. Like I'm good. So it went from like 17 pounds to nine. I just got it down to 9.52 pounds. So um, for your food bag? Food, yeah. Got it. <laughs> I think or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I wish I could be ultralight, but I'm just not. I think okay. my base weight is at 16, maybe. Um, so yeah. Nice. That was about... I think that was about mine as well. When I was starting, I was weighing everything. I was, I was in the same place you were for sure. I was like, I had my little <laughs> luggage scale and That's I would like put I something in my pack and weigh it and then take <laughs> it out and weigh it again. <laughs> well, I also have a food scale. So I've been like, not just with the food, but every item I'm like getting the actual weight of what it is. And so there are still some things I'd like to toss that are in my toiletries and first aid. Cause I feel like I'm over, I'm like packing my fears in that department. So um, yeah, I'll let you know what my base weight is before yeah, I leave. Yeah, keep us updated. Okay, last rapid fire. Oh, that okay, was rapid fire. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> rapid fire, no, no pressure. <laughs> okay. right. Stove or cold soak? Okay, so I'm going to try cold soak. If I don't like it, then the husband is gonna send the stove to uh, Kennedy Meadows, but I'm going to try it. I think, I think it works for the type of personality that I have. So, um, and I know first thing in the morning, I'm going to want to get up and go. And I love coffee. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But to sit there and brew it is just, I want to get out there and experience things instead of hanging out. <laughs> so, Right. Yeah. Um, I did the same thing in the desert. I cold soaked the whole desert. And then I had the stove come in for the Sierra mm -hmm. section. So yeah, interested to see how that works out for you. So did you continue using it after the Sierra? I was hooked. So I would kind of <laughs> shoot out a camp in the morning and have a bar and then have like a coffee break at maybe 10 a.m. Um, with some of my friends that I was hiking around. So that was kind of like what I figured out worked for me. Um, but mm -hmm. everybody's different. But I did love cold soaking. I loved the ease of it. Um, and like, even for dinner, I could just set up on my tent and eat right away. Cause I was, yeah. you know, it was prepping as I was hiking from lunch to dinner. So right. that really worked well for me. So if I ever do another hike, which maybe I will, um, Yay. I think I would probably, if I was doing it for time, um, mm -hmm. like, let's say I do the AT and maybe, um, I want to do it more for time than like the full camping experience. I guess you could say, and like taking my time, I think I would maybe cold soak, but we'll see. Yeah. So, but it worked so well for me in the desert. So I hope it works out for you. Thank you. What did you do for coffee when you had your little coffee breaks? I'm actually not a huge coffee person. So I ended up doing hot chocolate and Lando Lakes has these like hot chocolate packs that are different um, flavors. So there's like a mint one and a vanilla one and a salted caramel one. So Ooh. I would do that. Yeah. That sounds good. That was my jam. And then I would, I would actually make oatmeal too. Yeah. Okay, so cool. that was my jam, but everybody's different. So, yeah. you know, a lot of my friends would have, they needed their coffee in the morning. So <laughs> that's, a, that was a source of joy for them for sure. So, yep, that worked well for us, but okay. So you're going to cold soak and then possibly stove later. Got it. Okay. 
Now we're getting into the, the bulk of this. So 10 questions for aspiring through hikers. First one, what drew you to long distance hiking? Well, first of all, I grew up with a single mom who took me to the Catskills pretty much weekly and we would go on some really cool day hikes. So that was where my love of nature and hiking came to be. But it wasn't until May of 2017 when my husband and I, his name is Jeff, we went to the Grand Canyon and we started at the South Kebab Trail and went all the way down to the river and then back up the Bright Angel Trail in one day. And all of the beauty that I witnessed just by walking really captivated me. I mean, it's a stunning place anyway, but this to know, like to look down and be like, I was just down there, you know, it was just such a empowering feeling. So I just started looking into trails and other things and I found, you know, the Pacific Crest Trail. And then I remembered the book that I had read, Wild, which everyone, you know, has read or seen the movie. Um, and I kind of put the two together. And then I was just like, okay, I can do this. Like, this is what I want to do. So that's where I think the bugs started. And I was thinking about it for a couple of years. But I could never make it happen, you know, with work and clients and now is the time, you know, with COVID, my clientele's dropped, you know, to 50%. So I'm like, well, they're not going to come back till they get their vaccines. So I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go hike a trail for five months. And when I come back, everything will be good. Yeah, take some you time. Yeah. And husband's completely on board. You know, like he's my biggest supporter and I'm totally blessed. So nice. Is he going to be... Um sending you packages at all while you're on trail well you mentioned like the stove so I'm assuming he'll help you with like kind of your resupply well if I need something and we'll get into the resupply in a little bit yeah we will I'll just say hey babe can you send me you know this pair of shoes if my feet haven't grown you know they grew a lot summer with all the hiking I was doing so I don't know what's gonna happen I'm gonna have like boat feet I just don't know (laughs) I I know I did I started out like size nine and a half and I got to like a, I think a 10 and a half on trail. So have fun with that. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So like the Catskills and the Grand Canyon were kind of the, the starting point for you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Question number two, let's talk about gear. What gear are you excited about and what gear are you not so excited about? Well, I'm totally excited about these the seal skin socks. They're waterproof. And I just got to test them out um, snowshoeing not that long ago, maybe last week. And um, Becca, little Skittle, I don't know if you know who she is, but she- uh, Yeah, I'm familiar. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was so nice. And she, she told me to get the Injinji liners and then put the seal skins on top. And I did that the other day and it was amazing like my feet were completely warm and not wet at all and I was out there for hours Um, my trail runners were definitely soaked but they dried really quickly so and I'm I'm super excited about those so I can't wait to try them out nice yeah that's a good combo the um and that's what I did too in this year I did the Injinji liners and then I got some sort of knockoff um Mm -hmm waterproof sock from I think Amazon um, worked really well and even when they did get wet 
because sometimes the snow was so high, you know, I would get water inside of my socks and everything. It still, it acted like a wetsuit almost. So it kept my, it still kept my feet warm, even though they were wet. So it worked out really well. Any trench foot or were you okay? No. And I was only in the Sierra at that point for like 110 miles. So I'm, that might've been an issue. Um, if I kept going, I hadn't really heard, cause I talked to a lot of people who pushed through the Sierra later on and nobody mentioned that at all. So I don't, I don't think that was an issue for anybody, but doesn't mean it can't be an issue for some people. It, it probably is, but I just didn't really talk to anybody about that or hear anything about that being an issue. So Cool. What about, um, what are you not so excited about? <sighs> well, um, we all know the bear can is super heavy, but a necessity. So, I mean, I, I can't really say I'm not excited about that because it helps out the bears. So, but I am not excited about an ice axe. <laughs> so I need to hook up with Ned Tibbetts and get some lessons or something. Hopefully, I think he had mentioned he's going to try Um, And I hope I'm there for it because he is a wealth of knowledge and I've watched some self-arrest videos, but it's just not the same thing as having the experience. So I'm a little timid when it comes to snow in the Sierras and that's probably one of my biggest fears. So uh, once I feel more confident with the ice axe, I think that fear will kind of go away. So, and then excited to use it. (laughs) Yes. Then you'll be like ready for it when you're on Forester Pass. (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh yeah yeah that's another learning curve too I remember is like putting the ice axe on your pack like I didn't know what to do so you know (laughs) it'd be good to have Ned help you out with that too because I like could not figure it out and luckily I was with somebody who like knew what to do but um I was like how do I yeah you know put this on here and without killing someone so I ended up and this is bad but I put like a sock around the tip because I didn't have like a tip cover <laughs> so I would do the same thing I would probably end up stabbing myself somehow and then like be bleeding and yeah <laughs> just that's not gonna happen though because you're gonna be well prepared <laughs> cool okay question number three what are your hopes and fears uh, when hiking the trail. So I know we just were talking about snow. So maybe that's one of your fears, but, but maybe cover both. What are your hopes and your fears? You could start with fears if you want. (laughs) Yeah. Start with fears, get them out of the way. So, um, snow in the Sierras, obviously, and I'm going to be entering probably pretty early. So I need to be prepared for that. Um, that's a fear. Another fear is just getting an injury. Um, I have this weird, (laughs) Um, condition that they don't really know what it is. It's kind of a medical mystery. But in 2012, I had, I was at CrossFit and I was doing some hyperextended abdominal exercises. And I ended up, I couldn't walk for like a week. I mean, I just was bent over in so much pain about two hours later. But what it's called is called um, reoccurring exercise rhabdomyloses. They call it uncle rhabdo. But it's where the myoglobin kind of excretes into the bloodstream and the liver and the kidneys are trying to process it. And so the muscle enzymes are just breaking down a little too quickly. Um, For me, it's been a long process of like eight years of trying to figure out exactly what causes it. And if they don't catch it, when they give me testing in the right amount of time, then it shows that I'm normal, which even though my kidney levels will be spiking through the roof. um, So we've tried everything and I've spent 
so much money. It's ridiculous. So um, anyway, to get back on track, my fear is I've been good for about, I would say my last bout was Mother's Day 2015. So that was my last big one. I couldn't work out for a year. I could barely get up the stairs without it being a problem. Like it was just really hard. Um, but I've to fix that, I've just been keeping my electrolytes up. Um, I don't know if that's an issue or, but I can do like, I'm a competitive rower so I can go out and do like crazy endurance sports and be on the rowing machine for hours and um, hiking doesn't seem to bother me, but I do have certain triggers like back squats. Forget it. I can't something about there's something about that that kind of with the structure of the body triggers and my stomach is still swollen from 2015 um it never went down so uh yeah it's kind of this like weird bizarre medical mystery but that's kind of why I want to get out there because I want to like not I don't have to prove to myself anything because that's how I got hurt in the first place but it's more about wow okay so I've it's been a long eight years, almost nine. And I'm going to come through this and I can do this and be healthy and happy. And so I guess some of my hopes is that I, you know, finish <laughs> um, and, and finish healthy and in a good way and not to the point where I have to push myself so hard that I injure myself. Um, so the hopes are that I meet really cool people that become Tramley, which I already have, you know, which this process is incredible. Like um, I've met so many amazing people so far and just the adventure. I'm really looking forward to it. To it. Um, I'm not going out there to like work out some huge trauma. Um, you know, that's not it. It's more about just like filling my soul with this beautiful pulsating energy and being in nature for five months. What's better than that? Carol? That's a great, well, nothing. That's the answer, <laughs> according to me. <laughs> yeah, because I guess um, I, I was doing kind of the same thing. I wasn't out there for, yeah, getting over some sort of trauma. Everybody's out there for a different reason, but I was kind of similar to you. I wanted to go for that just experience in nature, and it became a spiritual thing for me in mm -hmm. a lot of ways, too, which was beautiful. So I'm um, excited to see how that works out for you. I mean, I'm sure there'll be little traumas along the way. I am not in oblivion. Oh, <laughs> yes, there, there will be tough days, of course, of course. Um, but but um, I, I think that's the difference of being like, for me anyway, if I did this in my 20s, I would have been working out a lot of demons and <laughs> lots of shadowy stuff. So um, look, if that's where you are and the trail provides that for you, that's amazing. Um, I'm just, I feel really blessed that that's not where I am, you know, so I'm, I can go into it with a little bit lighter of a load, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes, it makes sense for sure. Um, and that's why I love this question particularly because everybody has a different journey and everybody's on the trail for different reasons. And so that's why, that's why we're doing this to tell our stories and everybody's story is different. Mm -hmm. Love your story. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Question four. Okay. Towns. Okay. What towns <laughs> are you looking forward to visiting? Okay. So I think all of them honestly, because they're all going to be so unique and I've never seen any of them. So uh, I don't know what to expect. I mean, some people 
love the desert area. Some people love the Sierras. I mean, different towns like here, Bishop is this really cool town. I mean, I, I don't know, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I've, I haven't been to four states in my life and Oregon is one of them. So just to be in her beauty, like I'm totally looking forward to that. So Oregon is gorgeous. And I know there's, um, I don't know if you've heard of the challenge oh, the Oregon challenge where you get through it in two weeks, but, um, I was like, I mean, unless you're on a schedule, you know, that's one thing, but I wasn't on a schedule. I was like, I would never personally want to rush Oregon. It was just gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And it's so varied. There's like the lava fields yeah, and there's all these amazing mountains and it was just mm -hmm. glaciers, all of it. So yeah. Oregon is great. You're, I, I think you're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to yeah, love I, it. <laughs> I can't wait. I just can't wait. Right. And you're, you're walking to Oregon. So that's a worthy trip right there. You could say, oh yeah, I, I walked to Oregon. I've never been there before, but I walked there <laughs> from yeah. California. Well, I got to live in California, in Oregon, in Washington. Like that's going to be so cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Hi. Okay. Question number five. What parts of the trail are you looking forward to? So this is a little bit different because we just talked about towns, but now parts, you were saying Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, I think the desert for me is what I'm really looking forward to the most. I know a lot of people complain about the desert, but where I'm from, I'm from the Northeast. So when you're hiking, it's just, I mean, it's beautiful, it's stunning, but it's always just a trail and a green tunnel kind of, you know, I mean, and it's, and it's beautiful in its own right. But I want to, I want the change the change of scenery where I can go out and just see vistas for miles and the open spaces and the big sky with the stars at night. Like I cannot wait. Like I, there's something that draws me into that. The desert is magic. And if you if you really pay attention, there's magic all around. And it's just there's a heartbeat there in the desert. Um, I love that. There's a heartbeat in the desert. That's a great way yeah. to look at it. Um, <laughs> I remember when I told my, my mom that I was doing this, she was like, well, don't you just want to skip the desert? Like it's, you know, and I think a lot of people think that like, why don't you just, you know, the desert's not that great, but it was one of my, I mean, every part was my favorite. It's so hard to choose, but it was just one of my favorite experiences because I was new and um, I mean I'm a Southern California native so mm -hmm. I was familiar with with kind of the landscape but I just didn't realize how varied it could be in the desert you're going up and down and up and down up mm -hmm. to like the snow in San Jacinto and then down into the desert it's just it blew my mind and I had lived I had lived in California for so many years and I didn't know that so uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a rare answer to say the desert right off the bat, though, before you go. I'm saying that now that I've done it, but it's interesting that you're saying that's what you're really looking forward to. Uh, there's something about the desert. I mean, I've only been, I mean, I've only really been to like Arizona and Utah in that section, and it just, it just blew me away. It's just this like majestic kind of heartbeat I, I that's the only way I can describe it there's this like resounding beautiful sound that I hear when I'm in the desert love it so question let's see where where are we <laughs> okay question number six we we touched on this a little bit earlier but do you have a resupply strategy 
Yeah, it's pretty basic. I have my aunt and uncle. They live in San Diego, so I'm going to send them my first food drop. Um, I'm going to see them before I hit the trail. And then the second one is Warner Springs because I wanted to send my micro spikes. I know right now that Mount Laguna has snow, which doesn't usually, so, um, and a lot of snow, I think. So I don't know if I should take the micro spikes in the beginning or just send them to Warner Springs. So I'll have to keep an eye on the snow levels there. And then the third one that I have is Kennedy Meadows. I already have a bear canister because I was supposed to uh, hike the Tahoe Rim Trail this summer. Um, but that didn't happen. Um, so I already have one of those. So I'll send some goodies. You know, I'll have my husband send me some goodies and then, you know, buy whatever I need from the outfitters there. Um, and that's it. I think for Oregon and Washington, I am just really going to see how I feel and what I want to eat and send stuff as I go. That's a smart, I, in my opinion, a very smart way to go because I did kind of the opposite. <laughs> I overprepared. <laughs> I had, I had my mom send boxes to me and I had like 15 boxes. And then by the time I got to Northern California, I didn't want that food anymore. So I feel like this is a good call <laughs> in my opinion to just yeah. kind of see how you feel. You could always send stuff, you know, from Oregon to Washington and that sort of thing. So that's, um, I think that's a smart way to go. And yeah. I think cheaper too, because it gets expensive to send stuff. Um, especially yeah. when you're up, like for me, it was from California to Washington. So it was fine earlier on, but then once I got up to Washington, these boxes were really kind of expensive to send. So I think in the yeah, long run, with, maybe you'll save money. Yeah. Well, I know like with COVID and stuff, like the big youth camp is not doing resupply this year. And um, so I want to see what's open and what's not before I, before I send boxes and I can't get them, you know, it's just right. a waste of money. Yeah. So. And I'm sure you'll hear as you go to, from hikers saying, you know, telling you what they're doing, but it was big, mm -hmm. big Lake youth camp. They're not accepting packages. Is that, is that what's going That's on? That's what right I now? heard. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting, but we'll see. Maybe by the time you're there, it'll all be yeah. open. Hopefully fingers crossed. That would crossed. be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Question number seven, how are, and I think I know the part of the answer to this, <laughs> how are you preparing for trail research wise? Okay. Well, Thruer has been great meeting what? everyone <laughs> and doing our little uh, monthly meetups. And we actually had our first kind of, what was it like happy hour? Hiker happy water. hour. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> get on those everybody because you'll learn something even if you're experienced so that's been great and yogi's handbook has been amazing for me um and then i have this little trick that i do i've been watching youtubers for a couple years now and i watch them on 1.75 or 2x speed because i don't have time to like sit there and watch a 20 minute video um you know, their day one of their hike. So yeah, they sound like chipmunks, but it, it gets it done. So I highly recommend that if you want to just tap into some YouTube videos. So that's what I do. I wish I heard this when I was preparing because I started watching, um, 
uh, Starburst. I love her yeah. videos, but yeah, I couldn't finish them because I was working at the time I was working full time. And so I was kind of like multitasking and kind of like watching while I was working sometimes when I could do that. And, um, I wasn't able to finish watching her journey because it was, you know, she, she was really thorough and great about like, you know, posting a video for every day she's on trail, yeah. but I just couldn't get through them. So I wish I would have known that. I didn't even know yeah. you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was a big inspiration to me of like wanting me to like get out there. I was like, I can totally do it. You know, here's this girl is telling me everything, you know, and she dealt with a lot of stuff. Like the mountain right. lion thing was insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just liked her approach. So um, I want to meet people like that on trail because I like her vibe and if you're out there and you're hiking, say hello. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. I'm going to have to start doing that if I choose to do other trails and need to watch a play-by-play. 1.75 times is what you watch. Yeah, okay. that or two. I mean, some, the two can get a little, if they already are fast speakers, then it's like too much for me to handle. So I have to just tone it down a little bit. Okay, but, got it. Yeah. Got it. Like Dixie, you know, Dixie homemade wonderless. I have to watch her on two X because otherwise it's way too slow. It's like, <laughs> got so. it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> She's good to get too. the info quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. a New Yorker in me. I can't help it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> What's the bottom line here? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question number eight. How are you preparing for trail physically and mentally? Okay, physically, day hiking when I can. Now that we have a nor'easter that just dropped three feet of snow on us, I'll be snowshoeing. I do yoga daily, and um, I'm doing a lot of, like, go to the gym, but I'm doing a lot of, like, ankle and foot kind of strengthening exercises because I have a left ankle that gets a little cranky, and she likes to roll sometimes. So I'm just trying to strengthen all of the muscles around the ligaments there so yeah hopefully that works and then mentally I meditate daily um if I didn't have that I would probably be an anxiety ridden mess right now trying to figure everything out so I'm really blessed that I have that in my life and that that's a practice that I continue I'll continue on the trail with so I mean what better place right just tapping in <laughs> what better place I almost felt because I like to meditate too I, I'm not I'm not doing it every day. Like I probably should. However, when I was on trail, um, it felt like the whole day was a meditation as long as there wasn't like a crazy, like thunderstorm or something, of course. But you know, when, when the weather was good, I was just cruising along. I was just like meditating all day almost. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like Mm -hmm. I didn't, I had no anxiety on trail. Mm, or hardly any. Nice. when there was a lightning yeah. storm well, I, yeah. that shot up real quick because that's what I'm afraid of but um yeah for for most of the trail I was just like wow I, I have no anxiety anymore it just dropped off so um but yeah maybe maybe you'll kind of get into the the rhythm of meditating whenever you normally meditate out in nature yeah or inside of your tent like- yeah, definitely. Well, I want to do it while I'm walking because they have that. That's what you were doing. It's the walking meditation. So yeah. bring it, baby. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> you have to tell us how that works out. <laughs> I will. Okay. Question number nine. Are you planning any shakedown hikes before your big trek? Well, I just went to Florida to visit my dad. And I did a 19 mile hike on the Florida trail 
and that was pretty fun. It was super beautiful vegetation, like very different than what I have here in the Northeast. And it's flat, but walking on sand has its own, you know, its own difficulties. So I wasn't going as fast as I would like, but uh, I just, I enjoyed it. And I, I got to figure out like what worked for me and what didn't. I had bought one of those mini gorilla tripods to try to hold while I was, you know, cause I'm a vlogger, well, I'm trying to be, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I hold the phone with that. And I just didn't like having to shove it back into my pack, my, my fanny pack. So I did what you had recommended, which getting the pop socket and that works wonders. Yeah, there you go. It's the <laughs> best. It's the best. <laughs> so. And I even like super glued mine on because it started falling off because of the dirt that was everywhere. So it's Smart. the best. Well, thank you for that because I tried it and I'm never going back to that little gorilla. Right. <laughs> so good. Nice. Yeah. And I loved watching that video of you. So um, <laughs> we're going to put in the show notes, the link, okay. all the links that you want to include. So this will probably be one of them. Um, okay. for your vlog. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Last question. Do you have any advice for other hikers who are starting to prepare and plan for a larger hike? Sure. Um, don't be like me and don't be a just in caser. And what I mean by that is like, oh, just in case I need this, I'll bring this and I'll pack my fear just in case I need this and this. So that adds up just in cases add up to pounds. And um, I'm currently in the process of having to remove a lot of that stuff, but better now than on trails. So that's one. Number two, um, just try to enjoy the process. I think when you stress now, it's, it's going to transfer over into your hike. So try to just find your center now. And the more you practice that now, the more you'll be able to handle things when they come up on trail. I mean, I don't know from experience, but that's just what I'm hoping to do. So nice. <laughs> enjoy Those your are... life. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Just enjoy your life. Like just enjoy every moment. Great yeah. advice. Um, yeah, I know for me, I was not Zen before I started. So <laughs> it, it would be good to kind of just enjoy a little bit more if you're preparing for sure. But Didn't you have a lot of anxiety beforehand? Oh yeah. Like the night before or something? Oh, I was like boxes? crying. Um, <laughs> I was like crying on the way to the trail. Oh, um, oh yeah. I was scared. I was so scared. Oh. But then once you like take your first step, it, it's so interesting. I know everybody probably has a different experience, but once you take your first step, it's just like, I don't know, for me, everything got quiet and calm. Mm. So, um, luckily, luckily things calmed down for me at that point, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like I could have been more Zen before <laughs> probably by did meditating. You, <laughs> did you cry when you got on trail? You know, I almost, I think I cried cause my parents dropped me off. Um, mm -hmm. and so like my mom was kind of crying and my, oh. I don't know. So I think just seeing her kind of getting emotional, I, I walked away, you know, I said goodbye, yeah. I hugged them and everything. And then I walked away and then I think I shed a couple of tears, but it was <laughs> mostly because of them. It wasn't because I was like, oh my God, my first step, you know, I was a little <laughs> bit preoccupied with like the emotions of, you know, my family, but, um, I know I'm sure a lot of people 
you know, when they take their first steps, start getting emotional because of that. So yeah. what do you think? What do you think you'll do? Do you think you'll get emotional? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just a little <laughs> blubbering mess sometimes. I mean, I'm so, um, yeah, we don't need to get into it. But yeah, definitely. I will definitely cry for sure. I know mm-hmm. I will. Because it's just a dream coming true, something that you work so hard to manifest. And when your dream is coming into fruition, you're like, wow, this is actually happening. Like, it's so beautiful. So I'll cry because it's beautiful, not because I'm sad. Yeah, the trail has a way of doing that, giving you something beautiful, at least for me, like if I, when I was in the sister's wilderness, um, I was all alone. And all of a sudden, there's this beautiful view of South Sister. And I I cried. I cried because it was so beautiful. I think the trail just has a way of bringing out the emotions that need to come out. So yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> you'll keep us updated on that too. Well, I know your vlog, you know, you'll probably um, document Oh, and I won't that. hide anything. Yeah. Good. I'm just going to be totally vulnerable and real. And like in my Florida trail video, I tripped and I like laughed like a lunatic and I kept it in there because I'm like, why edit it out? It's, it's me. It's what happened. You know, I don't need this cookie cutter version of someone I'm not. So exactly. I think that's perfect because I think people want, at least I do when I'm watching something, I want to see the real deal. I want to see your emotions and, um, you know, the raw, we want to see the raw. So that'll be great. And I feel going, yeah, be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I feel like going back to what you were saying about, um, kind of don't pack your fears. I still feel like you're ahead of the game because you're dealing with it still before you're on trail. I think a lot of people get on trail and then they realize they packed way too much stuff. <laughs> so I feel like you're, you're yeah. in a good place still. <laughs> you're like honing it in. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want a 40 pound pack. Like I just don't, I don't. And I will be one of those people if I just pack my fears. So I, you know, right. yeah, you know, you know. Uh huh. Oh, I did the same thing. I mean, I think we went through the same process of like, you know, weighing every little thing. So it is funny though. I ended up adding weight as I hiked. So I think it's because I was, I was worried about injury early on too. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, I want this to be as light as possible so I don't get injured. But then once I realized I was strong enough, probably by the time I was in Northern California, Mm -hmm. I was adding weight at that point. Cause I wanted yeah. to be a little bit more comfortable. So, yeah. And I'm okay with that, you know, but right out of the gate, like if I have a 40 pound pack and then I know me, yeah, I'm going to have to put the reins on to not like hike to Moreno day one, because I just, I just know how I am, you know, if I have a goal. So I just have to take it slow. And that's going to be the biggest lesson for me is just take it easy. Um, yeah. So take it easy, everybody. Take it easy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So right. are, are there any other questions you think I forgot? Like, is there anything in your life right now preparing for trail that you think you need to cover? Um, that's a great question. I, I think you did a very thorough job. And I mean, this is all I'm thinking about. So my brain's going a hundred miles an hour with all of the things I feel like I need to do, even though I feel prepared. So I think you did a great job. I think okay. everything perfect yeah thank you yeah I just I want to ask what everybody's opinion is because this is just kind of me and a couple other people coming up with this stuff based on our experiences but Mm -hmm. I think these questions will maybe morph over time but I'm glad we have a good base that we're covering (laughs) with everybody yeah Yeah. 
Well, you make it easy too. Like I was so nervous coming on here and I, you know, just talking to you is so great. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. And that's what kind of this is meant to be is a conversation between two hiker friends and, you know, maybe some people just happen to be listening in for information or if they want to get, um, you know, some color on through hiking culture and that sort of thing. So yeah, this is all casual. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. And you did a great job. Thank you for all the great info. I'm sure, especially for our hikers preparing for trail. I think it, at least for me, it would have been good for me to hear this when I was yeah. preparing. So hopefully this is helpful for especially the new hikers out there. So thank well, you great. for coming on. And yeah, um, where can people follow you on your adventures? I know you mentioned um, your vlog. So my vlog, I have my own personal YouTube, which is Nikki Hughes. And then you can find me on Instagram at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-H-5333. Awesome. And we'll put, put those links in the show notes as well. Yeah. So people can just Perfect. click and check everything out that you're doing. Well, thank, thank you. you again. And thanks for coming on. Have a great day. And um, yeah, hope to see you soon. Okay. Bye, sweetie. Bye, Thank Nikki. you. Bye-bye. Well, that does it. How did you like Nikki's vibe? All I know is that we can't wait to follow along with her journey. And if you'd also like to follow along with her trek, check out the links in the show notes. We have a link to her vlog and her social media, and we'll also be featuring her on Thruer. Official announcement coming soon on that one. And if you'd like to get involved with our community, check out our website and our social media. All of those links are in the show notes, but I'll give the website to you here. It's www.thruer.com. That's www.thru-r.com. And on our website, we have a list of our upcoming meetups, a link to our all new YouTube channel. Uh, you could train with us using Strava. So there's a link for that. There's helpful resources on there and more. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, happy hiking. <laughs>